Welcome to Rhema for Today. Things just work better when you follow instructions. Even in the natural, that's true, isn't it? I remember one time years ago before I ever moved here, we lived there in Garland, Texas. And lived there for 17 years. We've been up here for 23 now, so this was about 30 years ago. I was repairing something about the house and I bought a part and was endeavoring to install that and I thought I knew. You know, I think that's where we miss it a lot of times spiritually. We think we know. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't even mess with the, you know, they got instructions there. I just throwed all that in the wastebasket. And actually, because you see this particular part was wrapped up in another thing, and actually in the process of it, I tore the thing in, in several pieces, not necessarily intending to, but did. And so I installed the part that didn't work. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Praying with All Kinds of Prayer Series, Volume 3, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Praise God. Our golden text, or main text, is Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance, and supplication for all saints. Now there's, as we said before, a lot in this verse, and we'll discuss different areas of it later. Right at the moment, we're just lifting out of the text the thought of all prayer, or as some translations said, all kinds of prayer, or all manner of prayer, and discussing the different kinds of prayer that we find in the Word of God, there is a little thought there, watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. You see, this verse seems to indicate that praying for saints or fellow Christians. I called your attention to it, I called your attention to it again. The word intercession is not found in there, but the word supplication is found twice in that one verse, along with the word perseverance. Perseverant means just to stay at it. Old-time Pentecostal folks used to use a term praying through. Now, if you, that can be misinterpreted. If you misinterpret it, it can create confusion and do harm. But if you'll keep it in the right kind of set, it can be a blessing. When they prayed through, that means they persevered. That's another way of saying that. In other words, they stayed at it till whatever it is that they're praying about, they prayed that thing through and got the answer. Uh, I think, as I said before, that where folks have missed it so much is that they thought the prayer of faith's going to work everywhere. But did you notice that he uh, doesn't, uh, that he emphasizes, I should say, supplication here because he mentions that twice. Amen? Praise God. Now, here in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, 
intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, notice he says here, I exhort that first of all, all of them's in the plural. Supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks. All of them's in the plural. Did you notice that? Now, the reason is, you see, be made for all men. Because you're praying for different ones. For kings, that's in the plural. And for all that are in authority, well, that would be in the plural, wouldn't it? You make intercession maybe just for one individual, but intercessions and prayers and supplication because you're praying, you're going to pray for all of them. Now, uh, he said, I exhort therefore that first of all, you know, uh, things just work better when you follow instructions. Even in the natural, that's true, isn't it? I remember one time years ago before I ever moved here, we lived there in Garland, Texas, and lived there for 17 years. We've been up here for 23 now, so this was about 30 years ago. I was repairing something about the house, and I bought a part and was endeavoring to install that, and I thought I knew. You know, I think that's where we miss it a lot of times spiritually. We think we know. So I, I, I didn't even mess with the, you know, they got instructions there. I just throwed all that in the wastebasket. <laughs> and actually, because you see this particular part was wrapped up in another thing, and actually in the process of it, I tore the thing in, in several pieces, not necessarily intending to, but did. And so I installed the part and it didn't work. No, it didn't work. I knew I'd installed it correctly, you see. You know, that's what happens a lot of times spiritually. People just keep doing the same thing. It's not a work. They don't have enough system. If it's not a work, there's something wrong somewhere. Amen. And so I, uh, I, I, I went through the whole thing again. It still didn't work. And I said, I know I did that right. So I went through the whole thing again. You know what I thought every step. Still didn't work. Well, in the meantime, somebody had come along, picked up the wastebasket and emptied it. The whole thing's over, you know, <laughs> in a great big barrel. And so I just had to get all of it out and dig down and find what I'm looking for and find all these pieces and put them back together and, and take some scotch tape and tape them where you could read it. <laughs> and so it had, it had several steps there to take. Step number one, I did that. Step number two, I did that. Step number three, I did that. Well, I, I, I did it right. I know it did. But I read step number four. Well, I did that. I, it's about seven steps. I got down step number five. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's where I missed it. And it just didn't work. So I just backed up, took step number five, just worked perfectly. Amen. Well, you see, a lot of times, one thought, one little thought can help you. I mean, I've heard preachers say things are, are read 50 years ago, still, still holds me in good stead today. 
I, I, I was reading after, I never did meet Dr. Lillian B. Yeomans. I could have, but I didn't. But uh, I began to read after her way back about 1938, 39, 40. And she made a statement in one of her books. She said, if I pray and don't get an answer, I start changing. Because she said, there'll have to be a change somewhere before the answers come. And the change can't be with God. Because he don't ever change. Well, now, what does she mean when she starts changing? I, I don't know exactly what she meant. But I know what I did. When I'd pray and didn't get an answer. Now, you understand this. I'm talking about, and, and, and she's talking about, because these are healing messages in connection with praying yourself for your own healing. And I would add praying for anything else the Bible says yours. Sure, you're not going to get an answer if the Bible don't say it's yours. You're out of line with the word. Amen. And then you understand, so she's talking about just one specific kind of praying. There's other kinds of praying that you continue to pray about, like we said a lot of times, until you know just what God wants you to do. Like George Muller, you know, we use that illustration. And so I know in my own particular case, particularly in connection with healing, and I believe that's one reason that I've always received just almost instantly or just right away, is that if I don't get an answer, I start changing. Now, what do you mean to start changing? Well, I always say, Lord, I missed it somewhere. Now, you didn't miss it. God never fails. Jesus never fails. Well, if there's any failure, then where is it? Huh? Has to be with us. Has to be with us. And so I, I start changing. I said, Lord, where did I miss it? I sure missed it somewhere. Where did I miss it? I'll just, I'll, I'll straighten up. And, and he'll always tell me right in here. Well, some spectacular supernatural way. No, just like he does you. That's, we call it the still small voice. And then when I get lined up, you see, immediately it worked. So I was the one that missed it. And, and it's always worked well for me over these 50 some odd years. There's no use of going on. And butting your head against a wall and not getting any answer. Amen. Now, even when it comes to uh, particular and things that belongs to people, you understand that? We're not talking about praying for things out of line with the Word of God or if the Word of God doesn't cover. You may have to take time to wait on God and see what He wants over in that area. Amen. But I'm talking about things that belongs to us. Even in praying for others and with others, of course, we understand a lot of times you've got to get them in agreement with you. But, and you can locate people very often by what they say. And then you know how to work on them. Get them over into faith because they're in hope or wherever they are. But then right on the other hand, there'll be some isolated cases where, where, where the person seems to be just, just right in line and still no, no results forthcoming. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Uh, this book, The Untapped Power of Praise, yes. was a s series that I did several years ago, really, 
but I did it because God began to deal with me about the fact that people were not missing it in their believing Him. Yes. They were missing it in the praise. In the praise. And so the Word of God is full of praise. That's right. And this book is called The Untapped Power of Praise. And there is, there's 125 pages. There's six chapters. And it's all dealing with, with praise. The Untapped Power of Praise it's it's just something that that we have to realize that we haven't. The reason I call it the untapped yeah. is that we really haven't tapped in. We haven't done it as much as we should. Yeah, we haven't tapped into it like we should have. And then this is this is yours. I'll yes. let you talk about it. Yes. Uh, this uh, fuel your passion for God. You know, so many times we only have a passion for God when we're in trouble. Right. And it's so important that we keep our passion for God all the time. So this is a CD on inspiring you for your passion for God. And I trust that that will help you. Now, these are being offered for a gift of $19 or more for these two. But when you order those, you know, the world we're living in, there's so much negativism. I I have a two-CD uh, series called Staying Positive in a Negative World. Yes. And everybody that orders the with the gift of $19 or more gets mm-hmm. the Fuel Your Passion and Untapped Power Price. I am going to throw this two CD set in yes. Staying Positive in a Negative That's World. That's right. Because I think this is something you need right now. Yes. Call toll free 1-888-FAITH-99 Again, call toll free one 888 Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Praying with All Kinds of Prayer series, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.